The peace of our Lord be with you. When God saw that the people of Nineveh turned from their evil ways, God changed God's mind concerning the calamity God had said God would bring upon them, and God did not do it. This was very displeasing to Jonah, and Jonah became angry. With those words, Today's lesson from the book of Jonah reminds us that though Jonah traveled many miles in the small book which bears his name, there is one journey Jonah never took. Jonah fled to Tarshish at the beginning of the book of Jonah, sailed to Nineveh over near the end, and between those two journeys traveled to the bottom of the sea in the belly of a fish. But those many trips taken and miles amassed notwithstanding, there was apparently one journey Jonah never took, never going far enough with God to get close enough to God to rejoice over God's wide welcome and boundless grace. God's wide welcome and boundless grace making Jonah as angry as the all-day workers in today's gospel lesson who were as offended by the generosity of the landowner to the last-minute workers, as Jonah was offended by the grace of God for the Ninevites. In fact, God's grace for the Ninevites made Jonah so angry that Jonah said he would rather die than watch God be that good to the Ninevites. Upon which, in the very next verse, God is reported to have said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because I am good? Not unlike the question the landowner asked the all-day workers in today's gospel lesson, surely you are not envious because I am generous, are you? Jonah, in today's Old Testament lesson, the all-day workers in today's gospel passage, and countless Christians across the subsequent centuries, myself among them, mad about the same big grace God is glad about. Much of my life spent like Jonah in today's Old Testament lesson 
and the all-day workers in today's gospel lesson, grumbling at the thought of too much grace for too many others, even though the grace God gave to them did not take an ounce of grace from me. But even so, for much of my life, I would have rather God be left with leftover love than for anyone to have it who didn't get it the way I got it. But then, somewhere along the way, I moved beyond that. I cannot say exactly when that happened, but I do have some idea of how it happened. Part of it was that I sat down and read the entire Bible for my own self. Where I come from, if anyone ever raised a question about where the boundaries around the grace of God should be placed, the answer always eventually made its way back to John 14:6. I turned 65 years old last week, and in my lifetime, I have watched John 14, 6 usurp John 3, 16 as the most important verse in all the Bible for much of popular Christianity. So whenever, one would, whenever anyone would raise the question about the size of the circle of the welcome of God, the answer would always eventually wind its way back to the verse which shut down the conversation, John 14, 6. But in the same Bible, which is home to John 14, 6, there is also, for example, Colossians 1, 20. In Christ, God was reconciling the whole world to God's self. Titus 2, 11. The grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all. In Revelation 5.13, I saw every creature in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea singing to God around the throne. I was thinking about all that this week. It was actually this morning. I was sitting under a tree at sunrise with Jonah. He's still mad. And as I was sitting there thinking about all this, the thought occurred to me, how different might the spirit of Christianity be? Indeed, maybe even how different might the world be if we had worked as hard at making sure that everybody knew those all verses as we have worked at making sure everybody knows the some verses. They're all in the same Bible. There are 31,240 verses in our, 
English translation of the Bible. Somebody back there somewhere decided that the verses which say some are more important than the verses which say all. Perhaps because the verses which say some support the boundaries that we have placed around the grace of God while the verses that say all stretch the boundaries which we have placed around the grace of God. But it wasn't just wandering around in the Holy Bible that took me past the place of being mad about the same boundless grace that God is glad about. It wasn't just roaming around inside the Holy Bible. It was walking around with the Holy Spirit. The daily practice across many years of praying to get on and stay on the path to a deeper life with God the daily practice of walking prayerfully and intentionally in the Holy Spirit until we go far enough with Jesus and deep enough with the Spirit that we get close enough to God that we simply can no longer be sad about any inclusion God is glad about. And no longer glad about any exclusion God is sad about. A journey Jonah apparently never took, but one which all of us can begin anytime we choose. Amen.